Hey guys, after a long vacation, I'm back here with Shane and Matt for another episode of Black Cash Podcast. What's up, guys? What's up? What's happening? How was uh? Did you guys miss me? And no one sent me any love letters. You didn't no, come see me. We didn't get any flowers or anything. I didn't even know. I, I didn't care <laughs> for the flowers. But <laughs> <laughs> Could have sent me a teddy bear or something. Yeah. So, you so were, you were sick. The we were sad. First week was your daughter was sick. The first week my daughter was sick, and, and then you were sick, and then I was sick the following week. Yeah, so that's usually how it works. The kid gets sick first, then the parents. But the crazy thing is, I I felt guilty if I would have came, and and I don't know. You probably guys don't even care if like I was sick and like uh, but I I felt guilty if like I had COVID and then I then one of you guys would have had COVID and then you're. You know, Leanne would have been mad at you for like, why'd you let Dorian come over here with his COVID? <laughs> well, she told your wife, no, <laughs> when your daughter had it. Because sometimes you bring your daughter. Yeah. She hangs out in the you house. You know, she said he wouldn't feel bad if I got it. It was only you. Right. Well, well, that's, that's a little bit <laughs> Well, we're family or not. Because I'm, I'm not married and don't have any kids. I don't matter. Yeah. Well, your son might have been mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it would have ruined, last ruined uh, the, the Lions game right. for him. He went to the Lions game last that- weekend. All I could think of was the conversation we had before, the, like when you were excited about going. And I yeah. was like, man, what if the Lions go and your son has this ultimate experience and then the Lions beat Green Bay last game of the year? And Dude, it was, check that out. It was an awesome, awesome game. And it was like a good game. It wasn't like a crappy game or no, like a blowout. No. It was right. Oh. That was a good game. It yeah. Was, it was fun to watch. He was in awe. It was obviously his first major sporting event that he'd ever been to. And he's huge into football. Um, and he's a Kansas City fan, but I still love him. <laughs> uh, he, he's not really a Kansas City fan. He's a Patrick Mahomes. That's fan. what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, well, he good. loves Patrick yeah. Mahomes. He's got his haircut and everything. But sometimes the whole time we sat there, like his, his, he was just in awe. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, it's I mean for an eight year old, that's to go to uh, a huge venue like that is yeah. it's awesome for for the first time for anyone. Yeah, yeah. I mean just yeah. to go because you see it on on TV and it doesn't look that big, mm-hmm. and then you get there, and it's like wow. And Ford Field's really nice. It is really yeah, it is really yeah, nice. But it's really nice. Yep. No, it's cool. I mean, it's I mean, it's annoying if you got to get up and go anywhere just because it's so crowded, you well, know. You know, we fortunately, when I got tickets, I made sure we were on the aisle. Yeah. And we we're like. But it's so annoying when people got to go to the center. Yeah. Of the row. Yes. Oh yeah. Kind of stand up. Yeah. It's like, only out. if there's drinkers. Drinkers yeah. are people who love to get food. Those are the ones that are like, oh, you got to yeah. go pee again. We right. You should have like, got an end seat. We were right. in like a shorter aisle, so there was only like maybe ten seats in our aisle and. Okay. Of, of those 10 seats, I think there was maybe six oh, people you, other than us. Were you, oh. like, in the corner? No. Well, yeah, in the corner of the end. Because, they, yeah, they make those yeah. out a little shorter. And uh, the, the, I think we had to stand up maybe two or three times the whole game. So that ain't bad. No, no that's no. not like bad. Said, we're right at the aisle. So what if it's a good game anyway, you're probably already on your feet. Right. You know, third yeah. down. So every third down, everyone mm. starts going crazy. Yep. Yeah. No, it was awesome. And uh, the guy that um, sells beer kept coming around, so I didn't have to get up very much. So. No. No, that's good. I think last time we were we were in uh, Leon's boss's uh, season holding tickets, but it's in the end in the end zone, like literally you can touch the rafters. Okay. Um. So you're way up there, so yeah. they don't come around as often. Nah. I mean, we were literally sitting next to the press box. They're probably scared to come up a little bit high. Like, yeah. Uh, like, Pass this uh, back. Yeah. <laughs> so it was always like I'd have to run all the way down. You know, miss freaking fifteen minutes of the game yeah. to go get beer. And uh, that's like the that. worst part. Like. Like the timeouts and the, it seems like on TV it seems like forever. Like oh you got enough time to get beer, but then you get in the line. It's like ten other guys who are thinking the exact same thing you yeah, were thinking, and they're grabbing everything for their family. I don't get know up. if it was just a section we were in or or luck, but we 
never had really had a problem waiting too long. Halftime, you know, because everybody's down there. But other than that, right, bathrooms and all that, it was pretty quick. It was, it was so it was nice. How how was was the stadium fully packed uh, or? It was probably I'd say three quarters full. That's was good. it really? That's good. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Usually, every Lions game I've been to has almost been a sellout. Yeah, good season or bad season. Well, I haven't been for a couple of years, um, but I was kind of well. I guess it's the last game of the season. Um, I guess I can see that just with the fact that a record. But I think people are inspired by um, the motivation of the players, and they all say they love Coach Campbell and and all that stuff. So uh, yeah, it was a lot of good. I think there's some, there's some around going on right now. I, I really think the do. locker room is the best thing that the Lions got. Going on with that coach, mm-hmm. like well, everyone we got was Morales So high. many young dudes, um, their rookies are, yeah. you know, with guys their, off the practice squad. I know, but they but were the, showing up. Yeah, yeah. they were yeah. showing up. I mean, you know, and you got to think if if you're a guy that was on the practice squad and you got called up to the show, I mean, you're gonna play your ass off. Yeah, because yeah. you, you want that spot. And yeah. if you don't get it, now you know that another team might come and pick you up. You right, know? true. So, yeah. or at least your coaches know that your reliable source in the the practice squad at least right you know it was yeah. cool watching uh st brown well the st brown brothers yeah play against yeah, that, yeah yeah the parents were there yeah, yeah. the parents were there. they had special jerseys made i yep. saw that it was like kind of cool green bay and lions jerseys kind of mixed together and, <laughs> and yeah st brown had lights out game I mean, yes yeah. when they showed um their parents we didn't realize that um on tv they uh, we didn't realize that um that there was a st brown on Green Bay, and we're like, well, he's, my wife's like, why he's the, the hell? second year, isn't he? Uh, St. Brown? The St. Brown that's on Green Bay. Green Bay, I think he's the second year. Yeah, okay. he's the older brother. Yeah, okay. Uh, What's his name? It's uh, The guy for Lions is Amari, right? Amari St. Brown? Um, Amara. Ama- yeah, Amara. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's the rookie this year. We had him fourth round last year. And, uh, I mean, he's got the most, um, he's got the most receptions. Of, of any rookie. rookie in Detroit. No, well, in, in the league, from, in the league? no, from 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 league. from the fourth round, not from the. I thought he complete. was number one in the league for rookies. no, just from the fourth, like a lower ranking uh, pickup. I think there's other receivers that did, have done better. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm pre- it's not the league because yeah. I've known rookie like Randy. You can't tell me I have more reception like Randy Moss. No, 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 no. I'm saying this year. I'm not saying mm. all time. I'm saying oh, this any year. rookie. Well, yeah, it, rookie. yes, of any rookie. This year, I thought he had more receptions than any other rookie in the league. And this year, yes, yes, okay. yes. Okay, yes. I thought you meant not, like not all, time. All, all time. Okay, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Okay, he was just a number one rookie. Now, this year. now, yes. what they were saying. I don't, this is Fox News, local Fox News. Um, that's why I watched the morning. But they said he's got the most receptions of a fourth round pick as a rookie ever. So I mean that's pretty good. It's, yeah. still, it's still it's still uh, especially after the Lions had a slow reception golf. start, you know, yeah. like and he wasn't. I don't even think he was. It was like uh, Cephas, the the other guy that the Lions mm-hmm. had picked up who got hurt, and somebody. So he wasn't even in the starting lineup. So imagine if he didn't right. came out in game one, right? You know, yeah, yeah. His numbers have probably been way higher. Yeah. He had like eighty two receptions. <sighs> I Man, believe that's a lot though for yeah half a season because that's a lot for a full season. The funny thing is he's like. Eight inch shorter than his brother. Yeah, yeah, he's a little guy. Yeah, I mean, for a little guy, I mean, hell, I, but he's got the fight in him. It reminds me of like how Johnny Morgan was. Yeah, that's like, exactly right. with Herman Moore. Small and, physique, yep. but yep. Can, he had the strength. Golden Tate same way was able to get open. Yep. Not not explosive, you know, sixty yard passes down the field catches. More like I caught a fifteen yard pass and I took it for you know 
30 yards for a touchdown. The run after the catch is, yeah. is huge with him. I like um, seeing all their uh, trick plays they're doing. Yeah, the reverses, I like that. The flea flickers. I the need them runs. to keep doing that, though. It's they need... awesome. It's fun to watch. and You know, it, I think it's worked for them more than it hasn't. Yeah. No, it has. They've yeah. been highly successful on trick plays on fourth down. They've been successful on big plays early in the game when they use those trick plays. So Well, and you know, you got like – I can see why he did it. You know, last game of the season, it's not that you're going to gain or lose anything. Let's let's go out there, have some fun. Let's try some stuff. And they, I mean, they were awesome. However, you know, Rodgers didn't come out the second half. I, I, but they still played lights out football. Yeah, against yeah. a good team. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm happy with our offensive line. Um, maybe we got some depth there. Uh, our defense needs a little bit more. The secondary. Honestly, the defense was actually pretty good. It was, but I, I think I we think need some. We need a. We Better need a secondary yep. um, now, linebacker now, core. I, I would think because a lot of the sacks came from secondary play. Like, yeah. you know, so they were like uh, coverage sacks. Man, if we get a pass rusher. Yeah. Well, they're, they're supposed to be getting a defensive end in the first round. I'm, I'm hoping it's Aiden Hutchinson. So am I. Nah, because Jags are going to take him. I think Jags are going to get him. They need so. the exact same things the Lions need. They need a I've pass been, rusher and a receiver. Yeah. A lot more than, than a pass rusher. <laughs> I've been watching those. Um, um, Mock drafts. Mock drafts, yeah. But it always bounces between where Aiden's going to go. It's either Jag or Jaguars or Detroit. Well, and if it and isn't Aiden Hutchinson, there's that other defensive end from uh, Oregon. Yeah. Yeah, he's, they, yeah, he's get, so. is that Jamal or something? I don't know. I, I never know names. I just like, oh, that guy. Yeah, that's the one that we should go after. Yep. People say his name. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, him. <laughs> well, if he's as good as Aiden, then I don't care who it is. Yeah. I mean, I just I like to, you know, keep it local. Can I just it, say, nice. watching uh, Georgia – they are some monsters. I didn't yeah. even watch the game. Michigan wasn't playing, so I didn't care. Yeah. Uh, no, I watch I watch Michigan play Georgia, and then I watch Michigan play Alabama. And Alabama's usually have big guys, but Georgia's big guys can move. Yeah. Like, I was watching, like, we couldn't run the ball. I'm, you know, I'm arguing with my father about it because he's like, we need to throw the ball. I'm like, we can't throw the ball because we don't have a great quarterback to make those passes, and we can't run the ball because these – 290-pound guys are just as fast as the running backs. They're like – they were just all over every play. And it, not that Harbaugh didn't – he got outcoached, but mm-hmm. the the Wolverines also got outplayed. Oh, yeah. so. Well, Alabama did too. Yeah, yeah. I think they were, that was the revenge tour for Georgia those last two games. I mean, Alabama was, you know, they were supposed to win that game by whatever commentary people on TV say, which – Corso picked Alabama, didn't he? I think so. Yeah. I, I – I, you, you can't count Bama out, but when I saw how Georgia was against Michigan, I'm like, you know what? They're about to take care of uh, Bama. They really are. And it was a slow start, but that fourth quarter came, and they just blew it out the park. I was just glad to see somebody else in there other than Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's just like, you know, back in the day when Dallas was won everything, and it's the like Cowboys. everybody's like, America's like come on. Hey, I used to love the Cowboys, okay? When I didn't know, I was a big Cowboys fan because they were playing they were playing Buffalo back-to-back in the Super Bowl, and they won. And I like Troy Aikman. I like Emmitt Smith. Um, what's the crazy receiver who was like on cocaine? <laughs> oh, um, oh, geez, what's his name? Michael Irvin. Irvin, yeah. yeah. I love watching those. Don't, like that was just some good. Deion Sanders. That was like good football. Uh, you know, they didn't have all the stuff that they have now. So just to watch Smash Mouth football, like it was, that was it was cool to watch Cowboys then. That yeah, it was that was back when running was more emphasized. Yeah, you I was know. watching this video. It was, it was, Looked like it was probably from the seventies or early eighties of like NFL highlights, and it was <clears throat> titled stuff they used to do then. You get flagged for now, 
Right. These guys are like ruthless. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm surprised those guys still were alive. Well, you, well, a lot of them are. Yeah. <laughs> well, you look, it's, you know, their shoulder pads are like four times bigger. They were like way today. up here. Yeah. And then they had the big I mean, neck they, braces. and. I mean, this, like the hits they put on people, you know, you hear about the defenseless receivers. Like, dude, you guys don't know shit. When you play with these guys, you better be tough. They yeah. carry you by your face mask and just whip you down. And right. You can't do that shit. Horse no. collars and yeah. clotheslines. And it's and it's probably a good Close. thing, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it was crazy. I like when as long as they call or not make calls, so as long as it's equal on both sides. Right. If if you're let gonna them play both ways. Let them play both ways. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the I mean if you you accidentally grab a face mask and you you're like, Okay, you're letting go. It wasn't intentional. Yeah, Let they they changed the uh, the rule now, so they have the the the, the grab and takedown is a fifteen yard, and then they have the grace. Like if you graze the face, it's only a five yard penalty. So <coughs> still, I think if you graze it, who well, I cares? Think we need to refine the targeting rule too. Yeah, because sometimes it's like, you know, okay, a receiver catches it, puts his head down. Wolf, defender's already in the air. What's he supposed to do? Yeah, right. it's not like he can just if he lets up his moment. It's not like his momentum's going right. to change his direction. Yeah. Right. I think they need to refine that a little bit. You try even in your air, you can try to spin a little bit, but it's not enough to. Well, yeah, but it's change your trajectory. So fast. I mean, you're not. Yeah. You know no. I mean? You're not thinking like that. Yeah. It's not matrix. No. You're not. I, um, I think the biggest thing is how the difference in height of players. So you get these. You get. Uh, Cornerbacks who are like you know five seven between five seven and five ten. A lot of them aren't six foot plus, and then you get the receivers who are like six three, mm-hmm. and then they go low. But you got to think this cornerback he's already down there. So if right. a, if a receiver goes low, he's gonna get popped because he was gonna get hit in legs if he didn't. Right. So yeah, I don't know. It, I, I remember um, Calvin Johnson used to complain about that a lot because he they said that because of his height, he used to take a lot of shots to the knees. So. And he was always getting fluid drained out of his knee. So I just read an article um, that I guess he's back in the organization more so now. I don't know if they figured out to pay I him that one point six million. Yeah. It was on the Spun or whatever. Yeah. It's a, uh sports talk thing. I, I, I mean, I'm okay with that. I don't like how he did the Lions. I don't like how the Lions did him. Yeah, I think it's the equal thing. Yeah, but the Lions are like one of those like. You you can't leave us. We leave you. And he tried to leave us, and they're like, you know what? Nope. Right. They did the same thing to Barry. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. But Barry didn't. He didn't, he didn't take it personal like Calvin did. You want my money back? Mm-hmm. I hate you guys. Well, they owed Calvin one point six million dollars. I think they. I don't know if they worked out a. And, he, and Calvin said they don't have to give it all to me at once. But we need to make this right. But I guess he posted something on Twitter or whatever social media and. um and said, you know, like he's part of the team now. Yeah. Which, I mean, I, he'd be a good input for receivers. Like, yeah, receiver coach or something like Same that. Same Barry. He would be good for running backs. Yeah. And, you know. Well, Barry so. still he stays a part of the organization. He yeah. stays a, very much part of Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. So. He loves, you know, the funny thing is, is like you got these other players that come from other teams, um, and they love Detroit. Even if they've been like, uh, what was his name? Oh, damn it. Equine Bowden wanted to play. Was it TJ Lang or whatever that was? Uh, oh, that was people of Green Bay and Green Bay. Detroit. And you only played one year with us. And yeah. he's like, I love Detroit. This is like the best fan base. And just, I mean, the city of Detroit sucks. <laughs> but, but, but we are loyal. That's why you're talking about my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> but we are loyal fans, obviously. Yeah, us we in Cleveland. suck so bad. You know, we, we, we continue to be okay with bad franchise because we can, you know, we support our team. 
Yeah. I got my lines, Adam. You got your lines and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yep. In 41 years, well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've been alive 41 years, and um, I've been a Lions fan since, you know, I knew what football was. Yeah. So um, I'm a glutton for punishment, apparently. But <laughs> anyways. So what else is new with you guys? Did you get your, did you get your uh, shot yet? Did you get the poke? Nope. No. No, sir. No poke. No I'm poke. glad that they uh that the Supreme Court kind of shot that down for. Her. Yep. Uh, yep. They they didn't give a come on man. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't like the that they just didn't like come out and blatantly say this is against the Constitution. It took a few days, and they still made it for hospitals. If you if you work for hospitals, mm-hmm. you still have to get the yeah healthcare workers got to get yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm just like, you guys got to be better than that. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll take it, but you guys got to be better. It's than a that. step forward. Yeah, um, yeah, they should completely like no. Well, they they said OSHA. That's over the um, stepping over their authority for OSHA to uh, go through and determine you know or, or check to see who has their vaccines. Yeah, which is true, but it's also true that the government shouldn't be able to force you to do any medical, whatever yeah. it is, regardless of what it is. You know, and keep in mind, you know, none of us, us three, are anti-vax. Yeah, we are anti. Have mandated to get a vax. It's yeah. called freedom. Yep. We're we're on the side of freedom. I don't even like this anti and pro-vax because there are people who are just against vaccinations, and there are people who are who are all about vaccinations. But the people who are like, I just I don't think you should force it. You can't say I'm anti-vaxxer because I'm saying you can't right, force right. it. I'm just saying you just can't force it. We all have vaccines. Right. It's just I don't. If you're if you feel the need to force it on me. Then I'm going to question because I'm on the side of liberty, freedom, sovereignty, right? Why why are you trying to force something on me that I don't want? Because if it truly, because they already come out and said, well, we can't even the the vaccine will not stop transmission, right? People, okay, so what's the point? And, he, and especially with Omicron, this new variant, whatever oh, you want to call it, but they're like, okay, it's it's more or less you have a cold, yeah. Okay, but that's a good thing because that means if we get uh, herd immunity. Okay, cool. Yeah. We're good. So, you know, what are we fighting about here? The the beliefs that some of the people have about this vaccine, it doesn't make sense to me based on the numbers that you can well, look up. Well, it's about control. Yeah. It really, when it comes down to it, it comes about control. And they want to be able to tell you what to do with your life regardless. I, and I it's, this has come from the same people that, that the people that are on side of the vaccine mandates are the same people that said my body and my choice mm-hmm. about abortions. Mm-hmm. But if we say it, Oh, no. Well, this is different. Well, why is it different? Well, because if you don't get the vaccine, even though I got the vaccine, you're putting me in risk. But wouldn't it be, shouldn't it be the opposite thought process here? Because <laughs> if you're vaccinated... Then you should be then you risk-free. You shouldn't be able... But the funny thing is, is everybody's got their two shots and a booster. Talking about a fourth one. Israel's already doing it. Um, why are they still getting... COVID. COVID. Yeah. Why, I, why is it? I talked to someone today who... Uh, they got COVID. This person got COVID um, last year, and then shortly having after having COVID, got the vaccine because you have to wait ninety days after you've been COVID positive. So you wait the ninety days. Mm-hmm. And as this person was telling me that the symptoms that they had the first time weren't even severe, and so then they got the vaccine, they've got the booster, then they got COVID again, and COVID was tougher on them than it was before they got the vaccine and the booster. So. It it was it when listening to this this is just anecdotal evidence, but I'm pretty sure this right. is it's across the board, is that 
this this isn't a vaccine at all. Like if it's a vaccine, then there should be some type of like resistance from the the the, the disease, and there's no resistance. Well, it's a therapeutic, more or less, I guess, at this point. Um, well, you can see like Joe Rogan had on uh, Dr. Malone, um, one of the guys that was part of the whole uh, MNRA, yeah, the he, vaccine. He, he actually created the MNRA. Well, he was part of it. He discovered how you could, you know, right. do stuff. He wasn't solely responsible no, for it. No, I don't it. mean that. that way. Yeah. He, was the bra- he was the brain behind it. Yeah. But the, the fun- yeah, and how it it's processed and all that stuff. But the funny thing is, is that the left are so crazy that they want to deplatform Joe Rogan because he had Dr. Malone on. It's like, if you're going to have dissenting uh, voices, this guy was literally part of this whole new vaccine, or whatever you want to call it. I don't know where you want to call it. Um, if he can't speak to the truth of what they came up with with this team, I'm saying he did it by himself. I'm just saying, you know, in general. And if you want to shut him down, I mean, seriously, we we can't sit down and have a conversation about this stuff. Yeah. And he tell he's he and tell me if I'm wrong here, but from what I understand, he's telling people don't take it. No, no, no. He's he's vaccinated with it. Yeah. But I thought he was against. Well, how can I say it? not against people? Ta- I thought he said it's not a good idea to take or something to that effect. Uh, I think certain groups of people. Um, but he's he's got. I think he's double shot and the booster. Yeah, he was saying that there's there's nothing wrong with the vac- vaccination at all. He was just na- like coming off with the the statistics based on people who have been vaccinated, um, and it was like a there was like no big uh, difference and change in versus people who were getting it and not getting it. So um, people who have been vaccinated and boosted have been hospitalized. So mm-hmm. it, and then to, for them to tell you that oh this. Decreases your chance of having to go to the hospital. Well, that's not entirely true there. It's not. So. It's not. And like you said, it's anecdotal. I get it. And and because every both sides can have the argument. Yeah. Um, I laid up and I thought about that. Like, what if if let's say you're you're not part of the administration, and you don't pay attention to the to the news or whatever, and you're thinking like people should get vaccinated so I can so you know we can get back to normal, we can feel safe, and I'm thinking if. If this was something that was killing people, like above, you know, twenty percent. Say it was Ebola. Yeah. Then and then they I came out like, with something. You know like, what? Maybe yeah. yeah. This this could this this is you know maybe we should be put like that would be a a medical emergency where you know right. the government just step in and protect the people. But this isn't that. This is far from that. It's not even close. Right. Well, I I don't even think the government would have to step in at that point if they had a reliable. Um, vaccine, so say something like Ebola, smallpox, whatever. Yeah, you know, you see those memes all the time. Um, you know, if I got three smallpox shot in nine months and I still got smallpox, I would have some questions to ask. Is that? I mean, that, that's a logical thing to say. Right. Like, what? What am I? What do you put in my body? In the was the FDA or whoever um, said they wanted to wait till what twenty. 2094 to release what's in this uh, vaccine. And the, the federal judge said, no, you're going to get all the documents out this year. We're live, by the way. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> we on Facebook? Yeah, we're on Facebook Live. I don't know if anybody's yeah. always even watching it. I know. Well, you got to give it a minute. People got to get updates. Well, nobody knows that 
we're doing. Yeah, you have to have more than ten live. friends. And we didn't know we we're doing Facebook Live because you just started here, doing just, it. I just sprung it on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> My big head's in front of Dorian. I'll get out of the way. <laughs> He's back there. So and we should move our cell phone mount over to here, and then I can get it just pointed at all of us. Yeah. Well, nobody wants to see our ugly mugs as we sit here and talk. Speak for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Well, you are. You, them... are <laughs> you are a pretty black man. I gotta give you that. I see why Jenny wanted. To... I see that. Yeah. She wanted some color. <laughs> <laughs> the old Mississippi black state. <laughs> so, um, I guess Wayne sent a text last night about. Uh, COVID, one of the symptoms is a shrinking penis or something like that. And Jen said, well, Dorian doesn't have that problem. I'm like, why would you tell your dad that? I know. <laughs> she didn't want him to know. But the funny thing is they get it from their mother. Oh, my goodness. There was, uh, I don't even want to talk about it. No. <laughs> I hear stories. You know how it is. You sit out in the barn with Wayne. Yes. It's, uh, I don't want to, yeah. Oh, I can't wait to get more back outside, make more big trips out there. I can't get, I can't, see, I can't get us all in here at once. So there's Dory. Just got to do some curls. Do some curls. Yeah, so you can get some strength, so you can hold the phone I'm, out longer. I'm doing twelve ounce curls as we speak. <laughs> it happens. It happens. We might have a couple while we're talking randomly here. Yeah. Uh, mm. It's Friday night. Like people like to drink beer on the weekends. Yeah. All right. Apparently nobody likes watching us. We had one viewer and they left. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're gonna do that, you I think you have to do like a. Let um, people warm up Like hey yeah. 20 minutes from now I'm gonna Go Facebook live Oh I want the background noise So anyways uh, yeah. Well we're coming on a break Anyways yeah. Well we're, well, we got two minutes We can BS through yeah, what do you want to talk Well about you Completely changed Our thought of You distracted us Yeah Alright okay. You guys gotta think on your feet Yeah <laughs> We're sitting well, well, we'll, well, when we, we come back, overcome. when we come back from break, we're going to talk about the Loudoun County um, sex rape thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't even. I will say a legend, but I don't know if you can even say it anymore because the no, kid's he, been charged. Yeah, he's been charged. Well, he's, he's been charged. He's charged. And he's been sentenced. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, they're trying to get a third one. Um, that third case. Been, yeah. Yeah. So, in, I don't care. The kid's a boy. I don't care if you put a skirt on. You're still a boy. Yep. I'm feeling a little offended. <laughs> well, maybe take your skirt off. I identify as non-binary. Yeah. You also have an enlarged clitoris, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, he calls a penis, so. Stop. He, he pees out of it, so that's all right. Well, I can still get a period, <laughs> according to people. Yeah. You can get pregnant, too, now. Yeah. Men- yeah. Menstruating people. Yeah. <laughs> so, Isn't it, so if I, mean, I can get pregnant, does that mean I can get like maternity leave and shit? Should be able to. You can get paternity yeah. leave. What are you talking about? Maternity leave. Like, no, yeah. I'm saying you can get paternity leave. So you ain't got the best of both worlds over there. So I so do so maternity get, leave first and then do the paternity leave because you're you're both. Yeah. So you can get actually you can double down your time now. No. Secretary right. of Department of uh, Transportation got it. He got like six months for adoption. Oh, Buttigieg. Yeah. Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> yeah. Boot gig is uh, I used to like him. You did only okay. <laughs> we might have to kick you off this podcast. All right, let me before we go to break, let me explain why. When you're breaking up when I when I see 
when I see, <laughs> you just cut him off. <laughs> we got the board over here. The static come through, like, all right, and we're back. You hear a guy grilling in the back. Let me out of this. <laughs> Why are you tie me up? <laughs> I can't get... breathe with this plastic bag in my head. <laughs> Sorry, Dorian had to leave. Family emergency. <laughs> really quick. <laughs> Please don't beat me up. When I was watching him articulate here, he reminded me of Obama. And I, I think of the if you're going you're going to have democratic politicians in office anyway, but you gotta you have to have good ones. And at the time, he seemed like a good politician. He seemed like, yes, he didn't have all the ideas that I agree with in, at all, but it was the way he presented himself. He wasn't like uh, a hateful, despiteful, you're a racist if you don't agree with me kind of person. And then as soon as he got in office, his whole dynamic has changed. But the, and that should speak for everybody on. Either side of the aisle. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't just, that's because not just him. It, I think it's the swamp of D.C. And I think if Trump would have got reelected, knowing that he didn't have, you know, it would have been his final uh, term. Yeah. He would have just cleared house. Yeah. He wouldn't have cared. He's like, yeah, I, don't, I ain't got to worry about getting reelected. I'll just go through and just freaking wipe this whole thing clean and let it all go out there. Yeah. For, for better or worse, it's I like, don't know. Whatever you're all since it's your last term anyway. It's not like right. they can get rid of you. Right. So, yeah. I you know. That. So, okay. So, we'll, we're we'll going to take a break because we need one after that shit. Yeah. And if I'm not back, uh, please call 911. <laughs> he, he's not suicidal. <laughs> Jen, Jen, come get me. Yeah, he's not suicidal. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we, we, just a couple blocks over, we're on the sticks. So. <laughs> right, we'll be back if you guys stick around. All right. Well, cash out. Podcast got Matt, Dorian, and myself, Shane, and we're just talking about everything that we think we want to talk about. I don't know. Yeah. Kind of winging it tonight. Yeah. Usually we put together a few topics throughout the week and we discuss it and blah, 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 blah. Which structure the show and which tends to work out, but then a lot of times we go off script. But tonight we definitely don't have any script other than the uh, topic that Dorian was going to bring up. Why you you got to throw my name out there? Because (laughs) you're the one bringing it up. I'm trying to give credit where credit's due. Yeah. I appreciate it. So, without further ado, let's get into it, Dorian. What do you want to talk about tonight? Let's talk about Loudoun County. Okay. <laughs> Loudoun County. What's going on in Loudoun County? For so, uh, most people know what happened there, but if you don't, Dorian's going to get it. Oh, you didn't want to explain it? No, go ahead. Uh, there's a 14, at the time the boy was 14 years old, or whatever, how he identified himself, um, where he <laughs> raped. Said we got to say that. Or however, sexu- however, he identified himself. Yes. yes. Okay. He has sexually assaulted a young lady in the girl's restroom by wearing a skirt because he identified as a girl. Uh, and I think the other one, so he was then suspended from the school. The school board covered it up. He ended up being transferred to another school and pretty much did the exact same thing. And uh, just over this week, he was sentenced but it wasn't a harsh sentence. It was a, he was sentenced to like treatment, to like psychological treatment. Um, and the judge, he, he, the judge did make him, he's on the, uh, like the pedophile registry. Yeah. She, she put him on the actual, uh, sex registry. Right. 
for uh, life. Sex offender registry. Se- yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. For life. Yep. Um, said that he was deeply disturbed that uh, this she had never experienced this since such a young person. And then uh, he may be facing more of a sentence because now they discover there might be a third person and he needs to come forward about the third person that he may have sexually assaulted. Right. So because the one the one girl that was assaulted um, said. I guess during the trial, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think during the trial said you need to be truthful about the third one that after the fact that the first two went wherever it was at, I don't know if it was another school, but um, he did the same thing. Yep. Um, I think that one of the disturbing parts, two disturbing parts, one um, that I think is very silly uh, that the, the schools right now think that kids... You know, we don't let 18, we won't let a, a person under eighteen vote. We won't let a person over twenty one drink. We won't let a person over twenty one smoke. But we let a person under sixteen tell you what sex they want to be, um, not realizing what kind of sexual trauma they can have on themselves, mm-hmm. or whatever sexual trauma they could give to other people. And so I find like that deeply disturbing. And then on the the, the second thing was that I didn't even know that when the father lost his mind at the school board meeting and went off on him, mm-hmm. he was arrested. The judge that uh, took his case that, that gave him a charge was she was voted into the her position, funded about $850,000 from George Soros. Yeah. Well, that, that I did not, that caught me off guard when I read that. Well, Tucker Carlson had him on this week. George Soros? No, no, no. No, no. Oh, the, the father? father. Yeah. The father of the daughter that was sexually assaulted. They basically, um, so they gave him 10 days, I think, in jail, but then they suspended the sentence as long as he did like one year of good behavior and didn't get in any kind of trouble. So they kind of tied his hands behind his back where he can't go out and speak about it anymore. Well, the. Th- so now he's asking for other people to speak for him, which is bullshit, but. Well, I guess Dorian, I know how I would respond if I had a daughter and something happened to my daughter. I know exactly because I'm fine with spending the rest of my life in prison if somebody hurt my my child. But since you are, you actually have daughters, if somebody did that to your daughter, what would you do? They would never find the body. I would never get charged, but they would never find the body. I know. Like, But I I would be okay with the fact that I would spend. It was something that you could like hang your head on. Yeah. Like, yep. And I'm you know, okay. I did it. Did, did he should have touched my daughter. And I could, I would go to sleep peacefully at night. Yep. And I have a remorse for it. Did you guys hear about that guy out west that found out his daughter's boyfriend had sold her mm-hmm. sex trafficking? Killed oh, him. and the dad killed him. Yeah. So the, the guy's daughter got sold into sex trafficking by her boyfriend. Right. And so the dad found out about it. Just like a Liam Neeson movie. Mm-hmm. Went and found his daughter, rescued her. I'm going to find the, you and I will the, kill you. Yeah. Found the boyfriend, killed him, put him in a trunk, parked the, tr- the car out in the middle of absolute fucking nowhere and just left it. And it was like months before they found the dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like people went out to rob the car and found the guy's body in there. Yeah. They called the cop. Yeah. Yeah. But you can blame, blame, can you blame, blame the father? Hell no. Can you blame the father? No. Just like when the uh, father finds out his daughter's being raped by the neighbor or something and beats the living shit out of him to the point where he's, he's either dead or almost to death. I think you got to have some kind of common sense with the law, too, though. You know, to the point where it's not a he didn't plan it. But you, right. But you got to have that that know that fathers are very protective of their daughters. And and I mean, their sons to a certain extent. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a little bit less because we know boys because we're boys. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, we grew up. If you got young kids, I yeah, think yeah. you're just as protective. Oh, I know. I get you know that. Yeah. Same thing that happened if it was my if it was my son. But yeah. these things aren't. I mean, these things are happening to boys. I think it hits a little different when it's a dad and daughter. You yeah. Know? Well, well sure. because we're we're protective of women. We're the protectors. Yeah. The women are the the nourishers. The the ones that love. Guy, guys are sandwich makers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna lose listeners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shane, you always tend to do that. <laughs> no, but I know what you're saying. You, know, you, you are the you're, the you're the king of your kingdom, and you're protecting your flock. Right. right? Well, if you look at like a just I guess human nature, right? So men are expendable. We're, we are for yourself. No, men are expendable. And, and, yeah, truthfully, because women. Are the they bear children? They're the 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 ones that keep life going. And if you have a bunch of d- dudes, we can't have. No one wants to go to a sausage party, <laughs> right? Except the. But we can't. We can't. And I know I hate you know the lefties that listen to us, which is probably none. But um, science is still science, and men and men cannot have children. We need a man and a woman. Uh, depends on who you ask. <laughs> oh yeah, apparently now we're just talking men, about that off air. I know you can have periods now, and I guess. Yeah. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> um, so there's a reason that men have this extreme protection protection view of over women because they're you you want to keep your bloodline going, right? Yep. Um, your your livelihood, everything. You know, you're, that's why you have families, and and you want to keep your name. I mean, I guess the name isn't really that big of an importance, but um, just your bloodline going. Yeah. And, 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 and humanity throughout the whole thing. And if you take women out of the picture or take men out of the picture, either way, it doesn't matter. I mean, women and women can't have babies and men and men can't have babies. I don't care about what the lefties say about that. It's just true. It's scientific. Um, that's why we're very protective of women. Because they're the bearer of life. Right. They are. <clears throat> I mean, Doran, you, you got like 75,000 kids. Uh, don't tell about your business, but yours. <laughs> <laughs> or is it 74,000 children now? <laughs> Listen, if I was rich, I'd probably have 12. Would you? Yeah. If, I Come mean, on, my no. wife would let me, but I would love to have. You guys ain't getting any younger. You want more. No, no. If I, if I were rich and I, you know, if I was rich at like 25 years old, and I had my first kid then, you know, I would I would probably have twelve before I was forty. I'm just, I because like, you you would have a, I love big families, man. Like no, I love it too. And like we, well, our wives, mother, I think she's one of thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, I think one passed away when they were young, but that's a huge family. Like I said, most of uh, we had like three hundred people at our wedding. Most of it was my wife's. Family. Yeah, my, uh, I didn't know who these people were. Like I didn't <laughs> so seen you before. You know, it's like my grandmother was one of uh, fifteen. Yeah, my dad yeah. is my dad's one of twelve. But yeah, look back to you know when the but to have so many children. It wasn't because that they grew up on a farm. That's why. Yes, they had those you needed the labor. Yep. <laughs> no, it was. It was. That's they, not. Well, they grew up on a cotton, cotton it, it, farm it, in yeah. Tennessee. Well, yeah. my. my my father's from Connecticut, and they grew up in the projects. Right. So, so it was a it was right. a, it was a city kid and uh, or city kids. Uh, some of them were born in Mississippi. One was born in, in Detroit. Uh, so you got half and half uh, from parts of the country. 
But that was a time when uh, the family, the family nucleus, was actually uh, the strongest. The strongest. Yeah. And, and was actually promoted. And um, now nowadays, the lefties want not. To they have don't that. want the nuclear family. No, yeah. they don't. Yeah. They they want to everybody to be dependent on the government. And it's that's what it is. They, I think they just keep crea- creating more and more division, divisional to- like issues. You know, mm-hmm. like um, let's say the minute we got away from, let's say black and white, you know, the race of that which they're still holding on to, and then you get now you have this this uh, patriarchy versus the monarchy, and then you have the unvaccinated versus the vaccinated. They just they will continue to create a division. Yeah. Um, to to keep kind of keep the country in its place they don't want you to they don't want things to get too good you know so well, they create issue, issues out of non-issues yeah it's a non-issue and then they create an issue like math's racist how the fuck is math racist right yeah no you're right they, so they, they, that's like that. the, whatever they can create a division on and they can tie it to whatever what race gender or uh um sexual identity or gender idea, whatever whatever the ideology is now, they, they will, and they, they need it. That's the only way right now that the Democratic Party is successful. They use race, or they use separation. Tucker Carlson did a good, uh, bringing back up again, I love Tucker, but he did a good segment earlier this week about uh, NPR, and they, were, they had this some expert doctor, quote-unquote, um, talking about obesity in America. And mm. obesity is has direct correlation to racism. Like, no, you're fat because you overeat and you don't take care of yourself. <laughs> right. But in this doctor's eyes, and i obviously not going to speak verbatim because I don't remember exactly what she said, but what it boiled down to is she was saying that obesity is based on white males. And it, Tucker's like, what? It doesn't even make sense. But, again, another non-issue that mm-hmm. becomes an issue of racism. Yeah. And it just doesn't make any sense. Where does it stop? No, it doesn't stop because this is... When do people stop listening to stupid shit, though? Well, they won't. Well, I mean, I guess I, c- I can't say that because all the articles I've read this week is that CNN's lost 90% of their viewership. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a good thing for people that speak the truth. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying we're purveyors of the truth. I'm just no. saying we're, having, we're sitting on having a conversation about things we read that aren't mainstream media and... and just you see Biden's poll numbers, by the way. Yeah, they're way down. Thirty-three percent. That's I don't even know who. What, what's the thirty-three percent that actually likes him? <laughs> he had that press conference down there in Georgia, that rally, whatever you want to call it, this week. And there was like twelve people in the crowd. Oh, and that's just like his rallies during the campaign. There's like four people. There was more. There was more Trump supporters at his rallies than his. Yeah. Than his supporters protesting him when he's pulling up to his uh, uh, rallies. It's just. So I think people are waking up to the fact that the mainstream media is completely on board with the Democrat Party. You're full of shit. Fear tactics and Fear, division. Well, well, it's all about control. And I've yeah. said this before multiple times. It's just, it is about control. And it, it, they don't even know why, but people, certain people want power over you regardless of what it is. And I don't, I don't get it because I don't care about, I'm my libertarian uh, libertarian mindset is the fact that live, let, live, right? Right. During, I don't give a crap what you do with your daily life, you know, unless you're affecting me. Right. And same with Shane. I don't... <laughs> it's like, I don't care what you do with your life. If it doesn't affect me in a negative way, I don't care. Go ahead. If 
you know, if you want. <laughs> okay, well, there might be two bodies leaving here tonight. <laughs> leaving? I thought you was duct taping me. I, I got an eight foot bed, so I, you guys both fit in there. Um, <laughs> just this is the fact is, I don't care. Why do people care about what other people are doing? Yeah. I mean, why? why? Do you care what I do in my daily life? Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented <laughs> kids. I'm glad we don't have that on our border anymore. Because <laughs> that would be the whole show. Because <laughs> he's, he's a 12-year-old child still. <laughs> uh, you know, we all are, too. I, don't, I can't. I can't talk to, to you say that. To, to say that it, yes, I I don't care what a person a person does until it affects me. Um, but something that someone is doing is affecting someone else. It is the fact that it is it harmful? Is it going to make things better? Is the is you know is like a philosophical question. Like if you know if Matt like pees in his neighbor's yard, he's there's a brown spot in the back of the guy's yard and he comes over and says, Hey, stop peeing in my yard or whatever. You know, like you've created conflict with, you know, something like that. But me over here I'm like, I don't care if he pees in his yard, that's that man's problem. So it's like <clears throat> it's one of those things where it is is what you do affecting other people, um, in a good way or a bad way. Is what you say affecting the good people in a in a bad way? And is it like, you know, is it monstrous? Is it, you know, you know what I mean? Like we we care if if there's a pedophile in our neighborhood, yeah, you know, for sure. you know, we we don't say we don't care what a pedophile is doing, but it's like, I, what if Matt smokes cigarettes and and and, and uh, drinks beer on, on his free? That, that's not no one's business. That's that's what Matt wants to do on his free time. You know what I mean? Like if Shane wants to watch football and take his son to, that that's no one's business. But it's when it, it starts to uh, affect other people when it it is a concern. So, um, well, the, but the pr- the problem is that where does that line start? drawn because yeah. anything, that's, that's anything what it is. you do is going to offend any somebody else at, no matter what it is in this day of age they will find something to say that what you did or said or thought was offensive and th- that's where <coughs> that's where it all co- <coughs> sorry that's what all comes down if, is there a common ground so as we were talking about with Loudoun County w- if if we say it's okay for a 14 year old boy um who doesn't understand his body completely because we were all 14 and we, we were going through some things. Like, you, I was probably going through something at 12 that Shane was going through at 11 and Matt was going through at 14. Like, it, you know, it's, it's just that it's a long period of time where, you know, boys, as they're growing t- into men, start to understand their bodies and their emotions and their feelings. Um, so this boy who who's obviously has psychological issues, mm-hmm. it wants to, to be a girl, but he's still doing things that a boy wants – to do and he's found a way to do it without any like without a question so he's like you know what i'm gonna pretend to be a girl or i'm, I'm going to be a girl and i'm going to go into a locker room where i can be with girls because think of how many of us want to be in a locker room with girls watch them change clothes mm-hmm. just you know like yeah at 14 like yeah. <laughs> look, look this boobies or you know what i mean so but this 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 kid is going into it and then he's like taking advantage of the situation so well and with this particular instance is the fact that okay this two known and and being charged for third alleged um fact that is he just taking advantage of the fact that the world's it's a clown world right now right so he can just act like well if i just act like i want to be not saying he wants to be a girl he don't know that no he knows that 
No, he's in his head. Don't know psychosis and all that yeah. bullshit. There's no Professor X out here. No, I'm just saying. It's like, is he just taking advantage of the the retardedness of people's thinking at this point? Right. And the saying, I'm going to take advantage of it because apparently he's got something wrong with him mentally. Um, as far as I never once in my life thought to assault a woman in in any way possible. Yeah. Sexually or physically, you know, just you know, in a mean way. Just, I don't get it. Well, I get it because the kid's got something wrong with him. Um, but the thing is that society's saying that it's okay for him to be to put a skirt on and say, "I'm this way now." It was and the, the the sad thing is they didn't say, "Okay, you know what? You can't do this in our schools." Like this this school system, like this is the this it's kind of like the shooting that was a couple weeks ago up, up in Mich- uh, northern Michigan, uh, uh, Oakland County, yeah. when the kid like took the gun and uh, unloaded it on on his schoolmates like they now know now they have to take a step and say all right we're going to get metal detectors now you know what i mean so now you have this student who dressed up like a girl um still has a penis took advantage of a girl and the school should have stepped up and said all right you know what because of this issue we won't allow this in our school but they didn't they didn't do that no they hid the whole thing they hid the whole thing because they want it right um and well, because they're going after the woke narrative. You know, and all them people... That because they don't want to be board, wrong. The school board, the principals, the teachers, anybody who was involved with hiding that should have all had their asses hung. Yeah. Because that's bullshit. Well, because it came out during the whole school board stuff, but once it, comes, once it went to court and the deposition and all that stuff, it was a complete lie. It was what the superintendent and all that was saying. Like, we had no sexual uh, assaults. But there was clearly a sexual right. assault, at, the, at least the one case, um, where the dad was speaking out at the um, school board meeting. Yeah. Um, they hid it. They covered it up because they're pushing their woke agenda. Yep. Which I don't get. Why can't you just admit that what, right I mean, now this is wrong? What, I guess common sense has left this country. And literally, I'm, I'm saying that because the, the fact that is if you are going to protect a predator because just because he says one day he's a girl, then you're you're promoting this activity. You are. You're promoting it. Yeah. So I think the school board should be held liable for 100% whatever they want to sue him for. And I get it. It's our tax money that's going to pay for that, that lawsuit or, or pay the, the Those, pay, those are the, the tax dollars. I'm show. okay. Yeah. <laughs> and are, I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah. There's there's a lot of instances where I don't want our tax money going right to anything, but, but to get rid of crappy. Well, this is the thing, and and we need to get more involved in our local elections, um, in, in our politics because we're we're if we lose our our local stuff, we're already losing our our federal way of we're supposed to be governed by the constitution because our federal politicians don't give a crap about any of that. Yeah. They don't care uh, what's the Constitution. That's just like a piece of paper to wipe their ass with. Um, so w- how we take it back is from, you know, we start local. That's how we do it. This is true. So, yeah, I don't know. I um, Like like you were saying about the common sense leaving leaving the country where, you know, you, you hear pe- the people on the left say, um, you know, we're losing common sense. And it's like, okay. You're saying we're losing common sense. We're saying you're losing common sense. Where's the common ground? How do we? Pre- how are we going to proactively prevent things like this from happening? You, t- 
you tell us, since we're saying that we shouldn't allow this, you know, the right is saying we shouldn't allow this, you shouldn't allow um, boys who identify as girls to compete in female sports. We're saying that. And then you see these girls getting beat by biological boys in these sports, like the top athletes for females in America right now in high school are biological boys who are identifying as women, mm-hmm. which, okay, so if do you want, is that okay with you? Do you want, do women, do you want this? America, do you want this? Okay, if you, you justify it, if you're saying it's not, and we're saying it's wrong and you're saying it's right, like where does the common ground, where do we find, how do we pro- proactively prevent like the, and you know, like keep integrity and, and these things, like how do we keep integrity in female sports? How do we keep integrity for the safety of girls um, in, in high schools and, and in elementary schools, you know, for that for that reason? So, Well, I think maybe <coughs> part of the answer to that is, um, you know, us guys can sit here and talk about that all day long. Um, I think more and more women need to start stepping up. And, and there are women that step up. I'm not saying there isn't. Mm-hmm. I think more and more women need to step up and, and say this isn't okay and fight against that. It's just like that... Um, I want to say it. It's that dude that claims to be a woman that's setting all kinds of records in the swimming world. Right. right. And so you had one of these top coaches in the country from just down the road from us in Toledo um, resign her position and start speaking out against it because it's wrong. Yeah, it is wrong. Males' bodies, whether you want to accept it or not, males are physically stronger. It's science. Faster. It's yes. built to endure more than a woman's body. It's just mm-hmm. that's how it is. Not more pain, but no, but no, just do yeah. definitely just do more. General. Yeah, yeah. And so, of course, they're going to dominate. Yeah. What happens though? The the caveat of all that is that now this person or persons are going to steal all kinds of scholarships from these other female athletes, been working their asses off mm-hmm. to get to that Olympic level, and now this asshole is stealing the spotlight from them, taking their position, setting bullshit records. Right. People need to sp- like how how can you say anybody in, with a sane mind say that that's okay? It's not. Well, it's, it's wrong. It's well, absolutely wrong. Everything that women fought for in the '60s and '70s um, to have the uh, the vision of sports, the real feminists that were actually you know not these new wave feminists right. that are are fucking crazy crazy um, to say the least. Um, they're getting slapped in the face. Like we progressed so far to yep. give equal opportunity, because it, there is a physical advantage of being a man, not mentally. No, physically. physically. Just physically. Yeah. Yeah. Women tend to be. I don't want to say smarter. I'm going to say they're, they're they're more. Yes, they're more emotional based, but they tend to make better decisions at certain points. Right now we have we have a better. Uh, um, as far as during times of crisis, we're more logical, where women are more emotional. Right. And that's not necessarily the best part, but during just regular everyday life, when there's not like an emergency, women tend to make better decisions, you know. Um, They they are the empathetic um, thinkers, you know, they, 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 they're, they're, I think they tend to be more compassionate. They're, they're, yes. You know, where where guys are more unrational. It's just done. Right. This is, I already made my decision. We're going with this. (laughs) And it's like, women are like, well, think about the other side of it. Yeah. And you're like, (laughs) 
Damn it, woman. You make sense here. You're you not know. about to make me feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, in a, a time of crisis, you have to just do a quick decision and it is what it is. Okay. Fine. That's, we, that's the feminist I want to hear from. That, yeah. I, I think we talked about this uh, weeks ago about how uh, when we were talking about like females taking on like these masculine roles, you know, as James Bond or a superhero or something like that, but we forget that the, 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 coolest things about women are, are being mothers or or being the empathetic compassionate uh leaders and you know like like we talked about Aaron Brockovich and you know like um like other female uh, roles that are like what as a man we look to and think that that's a woman right there you know like yeah that that's a strong that's a that's a beautiful thing um as men we look at that and we like we just want more of that from everyone like yeah like being a feminist is being against biological boys competing in female sports mm-hmm. because one day there's not going to be any women playing any of these sports it's just going to be a bunch of dudes guys who used to be guys on. yeah right you know, you know it's going to be joanna man right <laughs> right well so. yeah i mean I, I, you just look at uh nature and the fact of the matter is is that we're attracted to the opposite sex for obvious reasons, right? So, uh, pro- <laughs> procreate, <laughs> but but they they balance us, right? The women ba- typically balance us. Yes. <laughs> if we weren't dudes, we wouldn't be giggling at them. Right now. <laughs> I do like boobies and I like vaginas, so I I'm can't. more of a nipple guy. But whatever, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's all part of the female body, so. <laughs> but we balance each other out, right? Right. I mean, we do. And, um, I have harebrained ideas. My wife says, you're stupid. I'm like, I think about it. I'm like, you're right. I am stupid. <laughs> Why do you think about that? And vice versa, too. I mean, not so much she's stupid, but it's just the fact that, you know. I was going to say, careful where you're going with that. No, I don't care. My wife knows. <laughs> I talk to her just like I'm talking to you guys. Um, you guys but, see her penis, too? <laughs> She has an enlarged clitoris. Stop that. <laughs> oh, God. How do you know? <laughs> oh, there. You, you're married to her sister. So. No, I, I get your point, and I, and I certainly agree with it. Um, I just hate the fact that you have these gutless, heartless, soulless people that think it's okay to steal a spotlight from another gender just because they couldn't cut it in their own class. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's bold to say it that way, but that's exactly what it is. Because what, if you put them in the sport among men, um, they are last place. They're not even in the last place rankings. They won't even right. make the cut. And all of a sudden, now they're first place. How do you even hang your head high after you, like, like yeah, you well, beat a bunch of girls? It's like a man beater. Like, I beat yeah. the shit out that woman. Yeah. It's like getting in a fight with a woman and saying you're the baddest motherfucker on earth because you beat the shit out of a woman. Right, right. They don't even make sense. Yeah. Like, where, where did pride go? Fucking cowards. What happened to pride? They have it every year. And like all parts of what, what pride are you talking about? What pride? <laughs> Would you? Oh, no, she's fucking. Well, hey, we're uh, we're coming up on the end of our show. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed tonight. Uh, we kind of just threw it together. Um, as always, you guys can contact us, Black Cash Podcast at yahoo.com. Find us on Facebook, Black Cash. We have a group page as well as a regular Facebook page. Um, the group gets a lot more attention. You see a lot more content on there. Uh, if you guys got any sh- show suggestions or anything, let us know. If any topics, if you guys want to come on the show, we'd love to have new people on here. That's, that's awesome. So let us know. So with that being said, on behalf of 
Matt, Dorian, and myself, Shane. We love you guys. We appreciate you listening. Looking forward to talking to you next time. Godspeed. Fuck cash out.